the first episode of our podcast. Uh, today we're going to talk about the transfer window of 2021, the summer transfer window. And what a crazy ride it was. Uh, there were many crazy transfers, but uh, we have shortlisted the top 10 transfers, uh, according to us, basically. So, uh, opinions might differ. But yeah, according to us, these are the top 10 transfers of the summer 2021 window. Uh, let's start with the 10th uh, possession. Jadon Sancho to Manchester United. Now, this is a transfer saga which has all especially kept me waiting for a very, very long time. And I'm yeah. so happy to see him in a United, in a United shirt. But yeah, he's, he's taking his time, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be a very impactful signing. Yeah. And, you know, what makes this transfer so uh, influential is that United for the longest time have been missing that, you know, that efficient player on the right wing, right? As United fans, we were used to having flying wingers putting in, you know, impressive crosses. And so I think with Sancho, we bring that back to our club. And uh, as I mentioned, it's a long wait, awaited transfer saga. And so I think it is, it deserves its position uh, on this list of top 10 transfers. And uh, you might be wondering, why is it so low? Because that just tells you how crazy this window has been, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what? Uh, there were many transfers uh, which which were you know which were more uh, considered as more impactful than Sancho. Yeah. But Sancho yeah. is in the list because uh, Jaden Sancho was supposed to come to Manchester United uh, last year, but mm-hmm. then the transfer saga went on for one whole year, and and Jaden Sancho deserves to be on this list. The transfer saga for Jaden Sancho. It was a huge, yeah. huge thing for all the United fans, for the whole footballing world, actually. So, yeah, uh, Jadon Sancho to Manchester United. And, and, the, the and, the, and the transfer fee also justifies it, right? We paid yeah. some, something like 80, 80 million, 80, 90 million. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And we, and we got him for a bargain because he's one of the best world talents right now. So, hmm. I don't know. Uh, uh, let's, time, time's gonna, uh, you know, show his value, but... I don't know. Uh, yeah. He he is a winner, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna show his you know, true potential in the Premier League yeah. when the when the time comes. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Jaden signed to Manchester United on the tenth position. Now let's go to the ninth position. We have Jimmy Wijnaldum. Now, Barcelona mm. fans, just you know what? Just skip what what were like two, yeah. two three minutes in the podcast because it's it's because I because I can imagine being you. It is a mm. fucking fucking knife in your heart. The the way Ginny Wijnaldum turned the saga around, it is just crazy. It's crazy. I think uh, out of all these transfers that we have listed, this is the most shithousery transfer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, I mean, everything was decided, right? You are going to go and play for, you know, Barcelona, and this a club swoops in, right? And Offers him eight million per year, and how does a player, you know, turn down that? I don't know, man. And, yeah, and it's, it's really... the crazy part is, uh, you know, he had to choose between, you know, getting loads of wages and yeah. uh, playing with Lionel Messi at Barcelona. <laughs> now he has both. 
so <laughs> that is how crazy you know this transfer saga has been and in the end it's all win win for wijnaldum and all lose lose for barcelona it's, it just feels so bad for barcelona at this point uh, yeah. seriously yeah and uh, you know as and, and regarding his position in the team right he has been in the past 2 2-3 years right one of the most influential players in the midfield we've seen it for liverpool we've seen it for even the netherlands national team right in the euros so he has been very influential in that center of the midfield you know when it comes to passing when it comes to you know finding space it during the advancement of the attack he he does it all he's a complete midfielder and completely deserves to be one of the you know at that wage i must say but yeah and deserves to play in a top team yeah and again uh, psg are rocking their free transfers and i think this is one exactly. of the steals i mean this is, uh, getting jorginho wijnaldum for free it's a loss for liverpool and a huge gain for psg seriously yeah but Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing, because uh, apparently he had agreed a deal with Barcelona for four weeks, and then uh, he he cites reasons that Barcelona weren't clinical enough to complete the deal, and Paris Saint Germain showed uh, you know urgency, showed showed that he is valuable to the club. And I, I don't know. Barcelona was facing major. economic crisis yeah, they are and that has been a very important factor in yeah. these transfers yeah i guess so i guess so. so you know what people calling geneva inardum a snake i don't know yeah, dude uh, he has spoken uh, on this topic before yeah. you can't call a man snake for choosing the better opportunity which is yeah yeah but more than the better opportunity it was it was basically the circumstances because two weeks later barcelona couldn't afford uh, uh, lionel messi and yeah. uh, you know that is so uh, signing wijnaldum wouldn't be helping in that cause so yeah. I, uh, so yeah yeah so it's it's, it's and, a very calculated and, and in the in the back of his mind right now as onibar mentioned playing playing in training every day alongside messi it's like he almost dodged a bullet right choosing psg over barcelona so yeah he got a lottery or something I mean, this is just yeah yeah i don't it is he is right now in the best team in the world potentially the best team in the world yeah so worldwide of course yes yeah potentially that's why i'm using the word potentially on paper yeah. on paper yeah on on paper they're the best team in the world and nobody can deny it nobody can deny it anyway i guess i guess we should move on cuz we have you know many names on the list and uh, before that i want to i i want to i want to mention uh some players cuz uh, we have many honorable mentions and we we going to do yeah. it gradually along our list so yeah. uh, first of all kamavinga to real madrid now now uh, you know what that that hurts yeah i mean you know, it is yeah. yeah it is very uh, it it it's definitely is very cutting as a manchester united fan when your it team is, it is. Def- definitely has no midfield right and you know very fickle players playing in that position and as we know one of our players is injured and it's a gaping hole right so he would have been the perfect fit for us but he instead moved to a team that already have many players playing in that position and you know won't get so much game time but i guess real madrid had to do something in this transfer window because of all the money they have been saving up right for mbappe and finally that deal also not going through i think real madrid it was a, it it had to be 
uh, a swoop in for Kamavinga because they had to put something on the board. Right. Yeah. yeah they had to dude, prove, uh, prove a point, I guess. That's yeah. Do do does the thing, and and the reason why he is not on the list is because the transfer window has been crazy. Any other yeah. year, Kamavinga is on the list, but not this year. And all yes. the best to him. But I guess we should move on. We should go yeah. to Barcelona, and we should talk about. Uh, Memphis uh, Depay. Uh, we have ranked him yeah. number eight in the transfer saga. So yeah. uh, Memphis De- Depay to Man. The I'm sorry, Memphis Depay yeah. to Barcelona. Now that's yeah. a transfer. Now that's a statement. Mm. And, and and you know he's proving his worth already because he has played a couple of games for Barcelona, and yeah. he has been you know he has been the only you know right. sunshine. And from the first game itself, even in the preseason friendlies and stuff, and in the La Liga, uh, with the three games, he has three goal involvements already, and he's yeah. looking like a lively player in that dull Barcelona team. Of course, the morale exactly. is down after Messi. Very sunshine. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, he is a very bright player in there, and also Barcelona has made some free transfer signings that were necessary because they are in debt and they wouldn't be able to. Pay like a hundred million for a player like Memphis Depay would cost nearly seventy million in today's market, but they couldn't mm-hmm. have couldn't have afforded him. So the transfer uh, they have made uh, the free transfers. This is the best of them, of course it is. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, Sergio Aguero is old and already injured. Eric Garcia is as a Manchester City fan, I know what a shit defender he can be, but mm-hmm. actual big great free transfers wise. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. I think. Depay is one of the best of all time when it comes to free transfers. I believe. And and yes. you know and and just to solidify your point, here's yeah. a stat: only Kylian Mbappe, right, has been involved in more goals than Memphis Depay in Ligue 1 since the start of 2017-18 season. So the number is currently 118 goal involvements for Mbappe and 95 for uh, for uh, Depay. So that that just tells you the caliber of player that. Barcelona have in their hands, and as Adiraj mentioned already, that uh, he's already showing his colors even in that game. Yeah, Barcelona yeah. Side, yeah. And Ronald Koeman played a huge part in this transfer. We have to agree to that. Definitely, and, definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Koeman is a very good coach, and he's trying to build something, you know, different mm-hmm. in Barcelona. He's trying to empower the La Masia side of Barcelona, which was. Uh, vastly overlooked in the you know mm. in the era of uh, Bartimeu, so yeah. that's good. That's good. Laporta is helping him, you know, uh, yeah. in uh, in bringing players from La Masia to uh, Barcelona. Mm. And uh, Anzu Fati getting the number ten shirt is a very very big statement about it. But again, we are we are we are going off topic. Uh, yeah. Let's let's let let's get back on track and let's talk about the most expensive. Uh, Transfer deal. Is it the most expensive? It, it is, right? I'm not wrong. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. Jack Grealish only to appease the city fans. Jack Grealish, <laughs> my man. My dude, I love that player. I loved Jack Grealish. And you know what? Every you know, every time I used to see him playing fast and villa, I used to be like, dude, you know what? Next year we are getting you. Pogba, mm-hmm. if Pogba leaves the club, you are the Pogba replacement. Because he's just perfect. Jack mm. Grealish is my man, but then that dude joined fucking Manchester City of all the other clubs. I wouldn't have given a fuck, but yeah, 
शांति देनी है But if we are prioritizing playing false nine throughout the season, then players like Bernardo Silva, Jack Grealish, Phil yeah, Foden, yeah, yeah, they have yeah. to be, they have to stay at the club keep and play them, that. Keep naming them, dude. Keep naming them. It's it's never gonna end, man. It's never gonna end. Riyad Mahrez can play there. Dude, you have fucking like eight nine players for the front ka front mm-hmm. six, and 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 that is the reason why Pep's false nine is so effective, I guess, because they it, just it have. There are so many options, and I think Grealish, though it might be a luxury signing, as we have mentioned before in this podcast, but he can rip apart defenses, right, from the left hand side, along with. He's uh, Jack Grealish. He's Jack yeah, Grealish. Exactly. He can do it. He's fucking Jack Grealish, dude. He 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 did it in a side. Or oh, the Aston Villa side, huh? When they were mm-hmm. facing relegation in the 2019-2020 season, the only player who kept them up was Jack Grealish. and that is the brilliance of that man the the resurgence of aston villa last season was jack grealish when jack grealish got injured dude aston villa went fucking downfall ho gaya unka you know what and that's the impact of jack grealish so if you so if you put him in a city side where you already have fucking bernardo silva kevin de bruyne and kevin de bruyne playing for city and still yeah. they're dashing clubs for 5 nil for fucking yeah. arsenal getting struck fucking 5 nil and all norway going 5 nil you know i don't know what's happening to city if they keep doing this and you know what they wanted a striker if they if they had gotten a striker fuck premier league fuck champions league i don't give a fuck final is going to be city and psg likha hua hota theek hai but it's mm-hmm. not going to happen it's not going i don't know but city are lacking that you know that that that, that yeah. cutting edge mm-hmm. But in the long term, I think Jack Grealish is going to be a huge asset. Yeah, he will. He. I'm just telling you. Jack Grealish is a player which you, I don't know, which you did not need right now. Okay, but he's Jack Grealish. He's going to prove his worth. Can he be Hilalos? And just to give a context of, uh, you know, uh, of course, uh, the rival fans would have not taken this transfer very well and stuff. And but how loved Jack Grealish is in Manchester and in England together. Yeah, exactly. Jack Grealish shirts this summer are the second most sold Premier League shirts, right after Cristiano Ronaldo. 
Um, I think the real winners of this transfer saga is, of course, Atletico Madrid. Mm. And they are the favourites to win La Liga again. I can even yeah, I mean, say that. Yeah, and and I, I don't know how much time you spend on figuring out what is going on in the Barca management, the financial department. It will never make sense. So, exactly. I think it's better. Dude, we can't we can talk for hours and hours about Barcelona and their management. Mm. But honestly, we don't want to. Because it's, it's, so, it's, so, it's so tiring. It's so fucking yeah. tiring. Anyway, anyway we, should, we, should, we, should, we should again continue with our honourable mentions. Uh, yeah. The next honorable mention, which did not make this list, is uh, Gianna Luigi Donnarumma. Now, Donnarumma, a fucking Euro winning goalkeeper, going for free yeah. to Paris Saint Germain. I feel bad for Keller Navas. I don't know what the. What is. No, to stay. It's the fortune. Every time he plays good for a club, some other guy mm-hmm. comes in, replaces him. Yeah. You know? It just it just it just feel bad for that guy. Kaylor Navas is, was one of the best goalkeepers in yeah. the last yeah. UCL campaign, right? Yeah. Why why do you need Donnarumma? I'll never understand. Why the fuck do you need Donnarumma? This is just yeah. PSG spilling money just for fun because they have it. I don't know why yeah. do they do it. If if someone has a Kaylor Navas in between the sticks <laughs> of the club, they would never feel the need to replace him at any point. It's, I don't know. He's such a reliable keeper. And uh, I no matter how good... Of course, Gianluigi Donnarumma is one of the best goalkeepers in the world at the moment. But he can never be as reliable. Of course, he can be later. But right now, he's not as reliable as a guy like Kelor Navas, who has tons of experience and has performed at the top level for five, six consecutive seasons. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and this stuff... Keeps on happening with him at Real Madrid. He was playing second fiddle, and here also he's doing the same thing. And I think you know it is high time for Kieran Navas to you know play the Emmy Martinez move, right? Move to a club not so big, but you know actually come value him. Yeah, yeah. 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 actually, if one realizes what uh, Kieran Navas is, guys, dude, you are not, you cannot do this. It's just, I I feel bad for him. He was the best goalkeeper in the UCL campaign. Agar, you know, PS, PSG hugged him. PSG hugged him. Hugged him. He hugged him. He hugged did everything. I remember Barcelona. Yeah, Kieran Navas club. actually made one mistake against City. But um, I think you don't replace him for that. Every goalkeeper yeah. can make a certain dude, small mistake. No, dude, yeah. did, you, did you see his performance against uh, yeah. Barcelona? Barcelona, of course. Yeah. He's, he's the reason... There was no, you know, there, there was no, you know, possibility of a remontada. Does he save three, three blatant shots on target by Osman Dembele, which if it had been scored, would, would have led Barcelona into the semi-final. You know, now that tells you a lot about Keller Navas, right? And, and yeah. you, you just cannot, you just cannot replace him. But again, dude, he's, uh, uh, I I if he, I think I think bad for him and generally Donnarumma doesn't make any sense and that's why he's not on the list. He's a great yeah. player. He's a he's a, yeah. he's a he's a Euro winning player, but I don't think he doesn't. Yeah. And, and, you know because he is one of the hottest talents in goalkeeping right now. We are going to mention him. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, a big transfer, transfer, but yeah. with this transfer, I, I don't think it's going, not going to make much change. Yeah, yeah, it and, won't, it won't. It won't. yeah, and with this transfer, I think PSG, their goalkeeping list is like some five, six players 
big yeah, right ariola ariola then like fucking who some full heaven goalkeeper it just doesn't make sense man let's move on yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense anyway right. we should move on we should move on and we should talk about rafael varan i do i'll never understand how is this how is this guy how is this guy uh 27 years old okay hmm. and he's won everything and 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 he was a galactico he was a fucking galactico at the point now that yeah. now that summarizes rafael varan for you and and that is on the reason why he's on this list he's on this list because what it means for manchester united manchester yeah. united needed a world class center back you know they, they wanted a world class center back we we were we were fighting for kunde okay fighting for paul torres we were we hmm. were fighting for some you know random random center backs and we got the fucking lamborghini of center backs yeah, we got yeah. rafael varan he's he's he is arguably one of the best center backs in world football right now and it is it is it is monumental for a manchester united fan and and the way he was unveiled at old trafford yeah. before the leeds game it is one of the best unveiling of a player i have seen you know for a very very long time for a very yeah. long time and you know why is this uh, transfer so much above the jaden sancho transfer even though being so less you know money demanding as to speak of right so the reason basically is because the impact he puts in our team right we have we have been struggling with lindelof and lindelof I, i i am not blaming him for the entire thing but he actually lost us a europa league final right right cost exactly. us a trophy exactly. so So yeah, I think he is a very good backup, Lindelof. But we yeah. needed someone to challenge a for titles. A world-class yeah. player to you know to help Maguire in the box. Yeah. The problem with Lindelof is he is not built like a centre back. Yeah, you know, and 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 it's no harm to him. Lindelof is a very very you know he he positions himself very well, but he gets bullied in the box, and that is not how a defender should work, right? And Rafael yeah. Varane does not allow that. We 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 saw it in the Wolves game. And you know what? Rafael Varane is going to be a huge, huge impact for Manchester United because, like Alex, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson says, uh, you know, attack wins you matches, defense wins you titles. Yeah, you know exactly. what? Yeah, and, and, and I'm very happy with the signing. Jadon Sancho, you know, even 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 I I I'll consider. You know, Cristiano Ronaldo is a very good signing. But you know, for for a club like Manchester United, we needed a Varan. We did not need a Cristiano Ronaldo, but we needed a Varan badly. We needed Rafael Varan very badly, and I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we got you know a we got Rafael Varan and not Sergio Ramos. Because Sergio Ramos is a very good defender, he's older, and 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 he wouldn't have been able to give us those. Years of you know of you know his yeah. Varan is a long term investment. Varan is going exactly. to uh, if he stays happy with the situation and stuff given, then he would stay at the club for the next mm-hmm. six seven years even. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that is a huge investment and it's a very great. good sign. It's a very good sign. It's a very good sign. Yeah. 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 And so uh, I think we should be moving on, right? Yeah, we should. We should. We should. Uh, we should talk about Sergio Ramos. Another Real Madrid center back. I don't know what's up with Real Madrid and Barcelona. Their yeah. financial situation are in a dire state. In a yeah. dire state, they have 
they have left Sergio Ramos on a three, and and the way Sergio Ramos left Real Madrid is a shame. That yeah. is not how you treat. That is not how you how you treat a Madrid legend. Sergio Ramos is a Madrid legend, and nobody can change that fact. Yeah. Okay, and the way you treat a legend. Proper legend of the game, I think, and uh, just only for the club Real Madrid, I think he's even a bigger legend than Cristiano Ronaldo because of yeah, I mean, he, he is, he, he is, he is. Sergio Ramos was the embodiment of the club, mm. and uh, seriously, we even at this point when we have already seen uh, Sergio Ramos put on his PSG uh, kit, we still can't even imagine Sergio Ramos and Real Madrid without each other. They just don't make yeah. sense yeah i mean i mean i mean i just saw that video i guess you you guys also uh, you know remember something like that i saw sergio ramos putting on the kit and you know trying to reach for his arm yeah, bat right arm bat, yeah. I, yeah, but it wasn't there and it suddenly it, it hit so hard but it's that good. guy it's okay. that guy held the defense he was of course the star during their glory period and after all the you know all the big names left he was still at the defense still putting in work and still being the man yeah. on both ends scoring of the pitch scoring yeah. penalties scoring penalties scoring headers and you know overall keeping the keeping the entire club on his shoulders exactly i think so, no one can so provide he, bigger stronger shoulders than him and, and you know what that is that will surprise me the way you treat your legends shows how good a club you are yeah. papa perez is very bad at these things things do mm-hmm. i mean papa perez tried to be tried to be very you know pragmatic i'm not going to be emotional but you had to be emotional with the player like ramos so you ramos yeah ego casius so you ramos these are fucking legends so keep ramos at your club uh, you know pay him certain amounts of wages because you're not a poor club it's hmm. not like you're challenged with relegation or something like that you're still one of the richest clubs in the world and yeah. uh, paying certain amounts of wages like if ramos decided to take like a 70% uh, amount of, of his uh, original wages and stuff then he would have been happy and real madrid should have been fine and it would have been a great sight in football to see see uh, sergio ramos retire at the santiago bernabeu that would have been the beauty yeah. of the game and i just perez ruined it for everyone exactly exactly i know what i know it, it, it's it's very hurtful it's it's it's, it's you know even even i i'm not a uh, madrid fan but it still hurts it still hurts it still hurts but i, I guess talking about his new destination again yeah. and uh, how many uh, they already were stacked with defenders they of course lost thiago silva but Yeah, I mean, necessary signing. He was just, you know, I mm-hmm. think um, uh, another reason that we keep neglecting is Nasser Al Khelaifi making these signings to, you know, to prove that you know that's like an a T posing thing. Uh, very, I'm the alpha of this footballing world or something like that. Because yeah, uh, he didn't need to make this transfer at all. And, But and you know, there were statements coming from Thiago Silva that. you know of course you have you guys have kicked me out and i have come to chelsea and now you are replacing me of course thiago silva had a long connection with psg right he was emotionally yeah, he was attached to the club he was the captain unlike, of the club for 8 years yeah so unlike all the new signings he's the, you know they are bringing in right now he was actually a true legend of psg and he was kicked out and replaced by another guy who was you know who is of course you know i think a little bit more aged than he is or maybe the same but again 
it, it didn't make sense to kick him out of the club yeah. and that is why he said yeah that and is the problem you know that is what psg do they have they, have, they, have, they did a very similar thing to edinson cavani they basically yeah. terminated his contract in the winter transfer window and that is not how you treat yeah. your legends that is not yeah that is not yeah that is anyway dude we are drifting off topic we should get back mm. on track and you know before we discuss the third place you know finish yeah. for the transfer saga we should talk about tani ings Dude, yeah. what a fucking snake, dude! What a <laughs> dude, dude! This guy, this guy. Okay, this guy. Southampton. He okay. Southampton gave him the platform, you know, to become who he is, and then he switches to Aston Villa. He changes yeah. his colors, and and that it, it was you know nobody even knew about it because I remember we were you know you know we we were on Discord when this transfer news was. You know, mm. you know, given to us by Fabrizio Romano and yeah. Danny Ings to Aston Villa. Here we go. No fucking rumors. That was rumors. the first week. There was no speculation. There was yeah. no. Yeah. The personal terms agreed and stuff, and yeah. closer than done and all that shit. Exactly. <laughs> Boom shot and all that to Aston Villa. Yeah. And you know what? I remember. I I remember Manchester United was a Southampton game. Game was over. Okay. And वहाँ पर and you know Bird Rose that fucking loyal guy he signed a five year contract with Southampton when he had when when he was being speculated to join uh, Aston Villa. Yeah. Not just yeah. Aston Villa, even other clubs wanted him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only Aston Villa. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that, that's the thing. That's you know that is how you should treat your club because they need it because because the way he the way Danny Ings left Southampton he left them for hanging right because. I don't know, dude. Southampton needed yeah. Danny Ings. Southampton mm. needed Danny Ings, and when Danny Ings needed Southampton, Southampton was there, and he should yeah. not have done this. Danny Ings shouldn't have done this. I mean, but you know, on the other side, he has changed his colors, and he, but he has remained the same, right? Yeah, or, or, or I must add, he has yeah, I think he gotten has better like because yeah. he has already scored a bicycle kick. This is dude. What is that goal? I'm like, come on. Yeah, I'm fucking good FIFA. Yeah, he became like a some 98 striker after he moved uh, to Aston Villa, and also not just that, not that beauty of a goal. He scored three goals in the first three matches. So yeah, so I think new new colors, same old player, and yeah. Aston Villa are, you know, I have to praise them. They have spent. The hundred million from Jack Grealish that they got, they have spent it yeah. so well. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, very, you know, very smart. They they have been yeah. very smart with this transfer. Yeah. Mm. Danny Ings is going to be a huge, another huge asset huge. for Aston Villa, because Oli yeah. Watkins is a bit dodgy, not a yeah. very reliable striker. But Danny Ings is a Premier League proven. Should we do with a dodgy striker? What should we do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Now let's go. To uh, a London club, Chelsea yeah. signing Romelu Lukaku is yeah. is I I don't know, dude. You know what? The best thing about Chelsea Football Club is uh, Inter Milan. They're like, dude, how much money they give? They won't sell Lukaku. No, I would be won't sell. Lukaku is like, dude, Inter is my home. I'll play there. 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 ठीक है yeah. 100, 110 मिलियन पॉकेट में इंटर मिलन 
Lukaku who? Lukaku be like Inter who? Dude, the biggest transfer happened. Is like it shows money ka power. Agar yahi pe Manchester United hota na, wale bolta bro nahi bechega. Wale acha bro, thik hai, magle saal aayega. Like yeah. the, the way it happened with Sancho, and that is a that is the best thing about what is the name of the DOF director of football, the 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 lady. What's the name? Marina. What's the name, dude? Marina. Hard. Yeah. No, she's a fucking boss. You know, whenever whenever mm-hmm. she enters the Chelsea Football Club, there is fucking you know, fucking what do you yeah. call it? That 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 thug life song playing in the background. She yeah, has yeah. done some transfer. This transfer market. इतना कुछ खरीदा ठीक है चेल्सी ने फिर भी दे आर आई गेस बाईस मिलियन का प्रॉफिट हुआ है ठीक है ट्रांसफर डिजर्व टू बी इन अ थर्ड स्पॉट ऑफ अ लिस्ट राइट बिकॉज ऑफ दफ द प्रोमिनेंस दैट ही हैज ग्रोन इन टू इन दैट इंटर जर्सी ही यूज टू बी ही ऑलवेज यूज टू बी अ वेरी गुड फिनिशर ऑफ द बॉल राइट नॉट सो मच यू नो As a good controller of the ball, but he always used to finish chances. He always had that physical presence, and his his uh, you know time with Inter just evolved his game to another level. Now he holds up the ball as well as he finishes, and that makes him probably one of the most deadliest strikers in world football. And I think the fee is justified, and this move is justified as well because he started everything. He started it all at this club. and he has evolved and he has come back to help help this club and it's it's just a brilliant transfer saga and uh, an excellent signing for not even a transfer saga i mean it's just yeah, a it landing transfer yeah it's happened in two days it's a fake one so there are bomb pages yeah the way the way inter and the way inter milan before this transfer window were like bro hum log agle saal antonio conte no lautaro martinez but matlab नशे Tammy yeah. Abraham from Chelsea Football Club to Roma. Mourinho and the, the way the way Tammy Abraham is playing under Mourinho, it's very interesting. I don't know if you have watched the matches. But Tammy Abraham is, you know, is 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 breaking up Serie A. Yeah. He's tearing up Serie A. Now that Tammy is Abraham is a Tammy Abraham is a very Jose Mourinho striker. Exactly. <laughs> the more so because uh, you know. when tammy was young when he was like a 13 14 year old uh, young prospect at uh, cobham then mm-hmm. mourinho was the manager at chelsea and he actually he, he was the one who identified what is the best position for that boy and what his playing style should be and stuff so we can see that they have a very long history of you know uh, of guru shishya ka relation they had and then and now uh, tammy abraham back at under uh, you know playing for mourinho that is a very yeah. wholesome transfer saga in itself exactly yeah. and okay. and uh, for a club like roma the, the last season it was good they had good players like edin dzeko and uh, mikitarian they were playing well but they didn't have the x factor in any position like that can yeah. you know make them one of the 
one of the most enjoyable sights to watch in um, Italy also. now they have jose mourinho they have uh, they have done some good signings some really mourinho esque signings that can have instant impact and uh, now that ronaldo is gone from serie a even lukaku is gone antonio conte has left inter so yeah. after all of the dust has settled around them i think roma and the more so jose mourinho himself is now the face of serie a and Tammy Abraham is only expected to perform much much better than he has done at Chelsea yeah. and, you know because and, this is going to be the peak of his career and and, and his performance for Chelsea hasn't been too shabby right, right? Yeah, when he has, I remember he has I remember I remember when Chelsea were put on the transfer ban for for the season right and they had to force Tammy into the side to deliver with the goals he did for the first few matches he was some top scorer of the league something like that with yeah, 15 not just that he scored 15 goals in that season yeah yeah Yeah, so so th- that just tells you that he is a striker that can definitely deliver in the Premier League and a striker that delivers in the Premier League can definitely deliver in the league he's playing in right now and under Mourinho I think as you mentioned he is very you know he can be molded in in any way Mourinho wants to mold Tammy Abraham and I think all over it's a very good transfer for uh, Roma It is Danny. I mean, you know what? You never know. Chelsea can buy him again. You know, a couple of years later. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Not <laughs> yeah. just a couple of years, but maybe a six, seven, eight years later. Yeah. Then you are returning to yeah. Uh, yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea after having scored in scored like yeah, like he has scored a hundred goals in Serie A and stuff. Now he is coming back. I just yeah, would yeah, not yeah, be surprised yeah. at all. Patterns yeah. yeah. <laughs> with Chelsea. Yeah. Anyway, but 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 they. you cannot question chelsea the way they are doing their business anyway yeah, they we should yeah. yeah we should move on but but before we move on for the you know for the second place uh, i'm going to hand it over to orko because before yeah. the podcast started uh, we asked him what is the deal with the second in first he was like dude mai matlab ko podcast ke samay bolega so mm-hmm. like here continue what what do you want to what do you want yeah. to say and you know of course we all know what the first and second positions are going to be right like there is no uh, doubt in anyone's anyone's mind listening right now what those two players are going to be but i think there still remains some points that need to be mentioned about their positioning because of course there are messi fans there are ronaldo fans and there are you know united fans and there are uh, you know psg fans but overall i think the positioning still needs to be discussed who is topping some people will say messi will top of course because he's the greatest player ever who has already you know, who has been playing for one club you know throughout his entire life right and him him moving to another club is very, is a great thing and you know not a great thing is a very big thing in the world of football and the other one would say that ronaldo coming back to his boyhood club you know again oh, considered to be one of the yeah yeah you know considered to be one of the greatest players in the world so i think there remains a debate there and yeah let's start off with number 2 position and as you can understand by my you know by which way i am going i am going to put messi in there and yeah and and my reasoning for that is my reasoning for that is just listen to my reasoning my reasoning for that is messi to ps of course the whole thing is about messi leaving barcelona it's not so much about him joining psg because exactly. they were They they were the only club that could grab him, and they didn't need him. 
what is messi going to do at that particular league you tell me messi apparently is the greatest player in the world what is he going to achieve in that league by playing in in that team right so it just doesn't make sense transfer wise of course when we talk about a personality like him walking out of barcelona that is one of the biggest things and probably the biggest thing in in the recent day football but when we rate it as a transfer it just doesn't make sense and you know of course messi is with his friends right now in a much i think uh, you know better place with his family and stuff but on on his professional aspect i think it's a downgrade for him definitely and that just makes his transfer so much uh, you know a little bit of it just comes with a little bit of salt and that is why i'm putting it at number 2 position of course that's completely my opinion and that's what i wanted to say so yeah yeah exactly you know what uh, the way you emphasize it uh, if it mm-hmm. was messi joining barcelona it would have been the best transfer ever you know yeah. best transfer saga so uh, if messi joined barcelona messi joining psg okay psg come on messi the the emotions behind messi's transfer is more saddening they are they are more uh, they are more you know uh, i feel yeah. bad okay i when when i saw messi moving to psg i felt bad i did not feel good for psg okay the thing with ronaldo is when when i heard ronaldo is even even though even i am united fan come on i I'll, i'll be a bit biased but you know what and is talking generally okay even when murdered fans you know or random football fans who look at football in a more rational way uh, they would say they were happy when they heard uh, when cristiano ronaldo is joining manchester united because he belonged in manchester he was he was brought up in manchester and nobody can deny it you know cristiano ronaldo became cristiano ronaldo in manchester united and he came back to manchester united now that has got to make you happy come on now that is a story that is a story that you want to that you want to narrate to your grandchildren when you when you grow old that cristiano ronaldo came back to manchester united you know when city were going to sign him now that is already called a transfer saga i think it's like uh, to yeah come on the most because you know i would again use a term philosophy because Seriously, Cristiano Ronaldo fits in perfectly in the Manchester United philosophy. Messi, the PSG philosophy, doesn't. And um, you know, Messi to a club that doesn't play a very, you know, a very delightful brand of football because because it's it's Maurizio Pochettino you're playing under. You're just there's there's nothing to be you know. Uh, there's nothing celebratory in that football that is being played so messi in there doesn't fit and um, who is messi playing with he's playing with the likes of neymar and di maria and ramos and wijnaldum around him he's just you know one of he's i don't know how to explain this he's a very beautiful piece of diamond in a, a basket of several diamonds so it doesn't fit in with the lionel messi philosophy the the you know struggle to get to what he is right now it's just nothing like that i think uh, i i might not be making much sense here because i'm talking on very vague terms for someone you but are, you are you are actually yeah. making sense yeah you know, but that, that, that is the point we want to we yeah. wanted to emphasize yeah. it's not ronaldo a- ronaldo is you know 
the how ronaldo plays and the person ronaldo is it's it's which fits in with manchester united yeah. and me being a bitter rival of that club i would have to agree to that because yeah, um, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo is Manchester United. Cristiano Ronaldo is Real Madrid. These these two clubs, you cannot take away Cristiano Ronaldo from them because you know it, it's come on. You, you you cannot take Messi away from Barcelona. Whichever yeah. club he joins, you cannot take. You know it doesn't work like that. It and doesn't think, work like that. I think the Ronaldo uh, transfer was good in both ways actually because. Ronaldo was not fitting in at Juventus. Juventus were yeah. not the perfect place for him. So it has, you know, it is a win-win. Juventus liked the transfer saga because they were trying to offload the huge wages because and even the manager was not very happy with Ronaldo's situation either. So it's probably a good situation for them too. Um and then Ronaldo himself wanted to leave Juventus and you know, go to a club that are ambitious at this point and Manchester United of course making the good signings and the way they're moving forward I see them as a progressive club and of course Manchester United they are the you know the the board and the manager and the fans of course they are the luckiest people right now so, exactly yeah. we are oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I I was I was I was in cloud 9 when I got my Manchester United are signing Cristiano Ronaldo for real and I was like fuck yeah. see man this is the real deal this is why every every Manchester United fans wakes up and supports Manchester United I don't think he's even brought in for that. I think he's brought in because he's messy, right? You cannot just leave him be. That is why he's brought in. But of course, that is the only challenge for PSG and Messi to win a Champions League. And, and the rest is just the same old you know, beating up. Exactly. How many matches have मैसी PSG go invincibles or something or win by uh, a difference of 30 points because that is very 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 possible dude honestly who gives a fuck man who gives yeah. a fuck about league one yeah no one does because, yeah because yeah. there is no competition no one is going to people say that yeah. uh, bundesliga is turning out to be a farmers league this is like, this is the you know the this is where all the talking began to be honest yeah and you know league one has become the it's someone like an international board of agriculture or something like that right yeah, what what is that league bro there's not one team jo champions league mein kuch kar pati hai kuch nahi hota hai there's only one team jo aake matlab kya kya hi bol rahe ho and i can't deny that psg are favorites for the champions league with the with the squad with everything they have and uh, you know i actually i i actually think they are going to win it this year because it's very yeah, hard know, for I anyone to tell you were saying it 
<laughs> the best, the, the best shithousery would be PSG getting eliminated in the group stage. मार्जिन Yeah. But the mentality they need to win as a thing as big as the Champions League is uh, because uh, you know there are managers like Pep who have already won it, um, but uh, now he has have he's having to do so much you know to get that winning mentality in that team because he has a stacked squad too. It's just yeah. the stacked squad doesn't guarantee you the Champions League, and I think uh, if Pep is finding it hard to. you know play a marker in that uh, european stage then pochettino is going to find it even harder that's yeah. what i and, and and if you look at the other side of the story cristiano ronaldo the league he is walking into right is currently the most competitive league and demands the most yeah and and demands the most out of any player and that is where the best players in the world should be right and This it's, it's that is why I idolize this man so very much. At this age, he is taking up this challenge to go into Premier League and prove something. Of course, there is a high possibility he won't be his old self, right? He won't be banging in as many goals as he expects. But still, he wants to take up that challenge at this age. If he is even seventy percent of his old self, then he would be challenging for the Golden Boot at least. Yeah. I'm just saying, challenging. He might win it. I'm not going to be surprised if he does. So yeah. uh, that is Cristiano Ronaldo. You can't stop him at any given point. So um, I mean, the flair might be gone, but yeah. still the hunger is present in him. Oh, okay. Dude, but but is the is the flair gone? Because two two days before the match, you are Portugal versus what Ireland. Yeah, by flair. Yeah, I mean, I mean by flair, I mean. Uh, You get it. He he used to play on the left wing. He used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is one, right? But yeah, he's yeah. still the clutch player. Yeah. He can he can win if if he is in the mood. If he feels a need to, more precisely, mm-hmm. then he would win you a match single-handedly. But yeah. uh, he is not going to have that you know charismatic impact. He exactly. I mean morale-wise, he is going to do that. But on the pitch, mm-hmm. he is going to be more of a reliant guy, more of a reliable guy than. फुटबॉल 
He hmm. is 36, but he has a body over 27. Hmm. He can be 90 minutes. He's, he's like the, I think, the only guy that can compete with him in terms of physical fitness is Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. But I think even in that competition, I think Cristiano does a bit better. Because, yeah. come on, how is he jumping like a meter more than that? Yeah. He's crazy, he's crazy. Yeah. He's, you know, and, and we needed a, you know, a very good header inside the box. We have, we have got Cristiano for it, we have got Edinson for it. So I'm happy, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy, I'm very happy for the season. And let's see what happens. Uh, but yeah. uh, I guess, I guess, I guess we should end our podcast because it's been too long. It's been more than an hour today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so but 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 before you do that, uh, I just want to name some players which you wanted to mention but we couldn't. Yeah. David Alaba, Saul Liges, they're good signings, but come on, you cannot. Yeah, I mean, you cannot. In this crazy just, window, they just you know, they look Alaba. like average. I mean, in, in, in any other transfer window, these would have been you know top three, four names, but the this transfer window. We all know how crazy it has been, and I think this episode in itself has been quite crazy, mentioning so many names and so many situations. And I think that is going to be it. And uh, we'll see you guys, um, you know, after the Premier League restarts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. I'm not sure if you're not going to be able to do it. I'm not sure if you're not going to be able to do it.